0: Hey, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, welcome to episode 247, 24-7 of Dude and a Monkey. My name is Ian Mulling, and as always, I'm joined by...
1: Matt Foster, hello everybody.
0: Brilliant. Um, so, coming up on this week's show, we've got a double review for you as we take a look at Alex Garland's uh, Netflix entry. He doesn't want it to be Netflix. A lot of people don't want it to be Netflix. Fuck you, more people get to see it now. Annihilation... Um yep. and also the uh Brian Taylor of Neville Dean Taylor fame, uh written and directed Nicolas Cage, uh, Gonzo, best Mom and
1: Dad. Um Ah is that who directed it?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Ah that kinda of makes sense. It that. does make sense, yes, absolutely. Uh we will we will get into that. And uh, we'll also have some uh, what we watched and whatnot. There was uh, one that we uh, I kind of discussed last week that Mark said he was going to watch which he has watched, so we'll uh, we'll we'll talk about that a bit more. Um, and, you know, trailers, whatnot, you know, see how it goes. Um, I've nearly drunk an entire bottle of Hague Club Clubman Scotch whiskey since Saturday.
1: <laughs> uh, That's a... That, that, well done. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's I, nice, isn't it? Uh,
0: yes, I genuinely think I drunk... Like thirty-five centiliters last night.
1: How did you feel this morning?
0: I I was glad I wasn't working at nine. Like I I started at eleven today, but I took lots to school. Fine. I you know I had a decaf coffee before I went to bed, and my head was a little bit buzzy. But you know I was I was all right when I got into work. It was okay. Um, those who follow my Twitter, thread probably could tell that I'd, I'd add a few um, on uh, on Tuesday night. I regret nothing. Um, I, I mean everything I said about Annihilation and Netflix and yep. and whatnot.
1: Uh, we'll get into the Annihilation and Netflix thing. Yeah, yep, we I mean. yeah,
0: we will. We um, But it is fucking lovely. This this stuff, like it really is. I know, fucking like. Uh, I really, really hope, in a way, even though I like, I like us having listeners, but I hope we don't have anyone who's like suffered with alcohol addiction problems or something, and then listens to us fucking bang on about booze quite a lot on the show. <laughs> yeah, um, like gen- genuinely, if if there is anyone who would like rather we not talk about that, because I don't want to make it, I don't want anyone to feel uncomfortable. You know, it's uh, yeah it's a safe space is dude and a monkey. And I, d- I don't, want anyone to feel uncomfortable. Um, so, but I'm just, the thing is they market it because it's, it, it's like, uh, David Beckham, like co-owns the brand now. He does. Yeah. They, they market it as a whiskey that you mix. And like, that's a bit of a fucking like no, no in the whiskey community. Mm. But the, like, it's, I'm not a massive fan of whiskey, like, normally. Like, I, I, God, my father-in-law bought me a bottle of Bells, like, early on in my relationship with Donna, and, like, it didn't go down very well, to be honest. Um not,
1: not That's because it's Bells.
0: Yeah, I mean, I didn't tell them to fuck off or anything. I don't mean it like that. Like, physically, it didn't go down very well. Yeah, oh, yeah. But this, it's matured in bourbon casks. Yep. And it's got that bourbony...
1: Hum to it.
0: Yes, and I'll I tell you what, right? And this is probably going to sound like sacrilege. I'm mixing it with Pepsi Max.
1: Do yeah, you know what? I've had it with Pepsi Max, and it is... it. it it's, a, it's a... It gives the whole thing, like, a, a real kind of, like, sharp, toffee, caramelly flavour. It does. that. It is
0: fucking delicious. And it is. because it's Pepsi Max like, I think 25 centiliters, I looked, know uh, 25 milliliters, sorry, I looked it up, it's like 55 calories. Yeah. So, it, it's really not that calorific. Like, it's, I mean, obviously, it, it would be less so if you were just drinking Pepsi Max, but in terms of damage limitation, while also still getting a buzz on, it's pretty great.
1: Mm. Well, Pepsi Max is one of my few kind of vices that I have mm. uh, in, in the house. Like, I, we don't... I don't have like snacks or anything like that very often in the house. Uh, Mm. and I actually, I, I, I only drink sort of occasionally at at, at home. So I don't, I only drink on unknown school nights at home. So Mm. if I'm, uh, if I'm not at work the next day, uh, then I, then I'll have a, I'll have a couple of days at home. But beyond that, I, I don't, I don't drink at home. But yeah, my, my, my kind of like weakness thing that I have is I, I, is I have Pepsi Max, but I have to limit myself, um, to, on days when I'm at work, two glasses, and on days when I'm not at work, three glasses. Otherwise, I will just go through a fucking two-liter bottle and then mm-hmm. go and buy another one. Mm-hmm. If I don't actually say right, so for instance, today I've I've not been at work and I've had two glasses so far, and I'll have another glass later on with my dinner. Mm.
2: Mm.
0: Mm. I do, yeah. I don't know. It's uh, you know, people say that like that sugar substitute is bad for you and cancerous mm. and whatnot but i don't know i i i don't know it's like you gotta die of something yeah and it's do you know, do you know,
1: do you know what? I, I i'm fine if if pepsi max shaves off five years off my life from starting drinking it when i was in my late 20s early 30s to fucking and i go at 70 rather than 75 i'll be like Do you know what it's fine, <laughs> I'm fine with that. yeah yeah <laughs> that is my commitment to pepsi max
0: i just want to be more thinned up so i don't know what the fuck's going on <laughs> either that will be taken suddenly like, <laughs> yeah. like seriously like it, that's it's either surprise and swift or fucking out of it and like i just i don't want my brain to process what's happening
1: Anyway. I don't I I I don't know. I, I'm I'm actually morbidly curious as as to as as to kind of like, you know, going, Do you know what? I, I I'm fine with however I go because I'll just deal with it when it happens. Oh, <laughs> fucking
0: <Ugh. laughs> Right. Oh god. Anyway. Um anything happened in the film world?
1: There, there hasn't. It's been quite quiet, I there think, has. hasn't it? Um well, there must be something that's happened. My, I, my think been, something I think strange. it's been chill. It has, hasn't it? It's 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 kind of like everyone's kind of decided. You know what? Post Oscars, we're going to have, bit have of a couple
0: a, weeks off.
1: Yeah, let's have a couple of weeks off from telling people. Well, no, actually, no. Let's mm. be honest. Mm. The big thing mm. has been people shouting about um, mm. Netflix.
0: Oh yeah, all right. I mean, like let's let's talk about this now, so we can um, actually talk about the film when
1: it comes to the film. An annihilation, right? Can I can I put across a a, a, a reasoning that I have about it? Right mm. now, the thing is, we would have watched Annihilation, <laughs> both of us, at the cinema, mm-hmm. wouldn't we? Mm-hmm. So we'd have both gone to the cinema quite happily to watch Annihilation. As long as we could have um, seen it, you know, yeah, we're, not it, 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 you, it, it, we're not doing, it, it, doing it, it, you, you. We're not doing you. were never really hit it this week because well, you couldn't get it. to it. So my thing there is right is where a bad demographic to take up now all the people shouting about um, what is it and also well can I just, we, we both went to see X Machina as well didn't we mm-hmm. Alex Garland's last one um, now what I'd say there is where we're not the demographic the people who are shouting about it often aren't the demographic that wouldn't go and see it. I also don't believe that every single one of those people that's shouting about it was going to pay, not go and see a fucking press screening or anything like that, but go pay to go and see it. I don't believe all of them would have. But what I will say, and what I will absolutely 100% guarantee is if you were never really here, was was on Netflix this week, I would have watched it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I would have seen it. One more person. That is a guarantee that at the very minimum, one more person would have seen it, which means that that film, and by the way, that film isn't made to make money. You would never really hear it isn't made to make." wasn't made to make money. Mm. Those films, they aren't made to make money. They're made for people to see and people experience. They're, a, they're an expression of, of art, Mm -hmm. they're not the latest fucking Transformers movie (sighs) so therefore one more person would have seen it Uh, at the very fucking minimum one more person would have seen it which surely is the reasoning behind making the movie is for people to see it if it's not about the Mm -hmm. money so therefore I, 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 I don't get Why people, if you want to protest against it, right? Do you know what you do? Cancel your Netflix. Mm -hmm. Cancel your Netflix, but you won't. People won't cancel their Netflix because they still want to watch every fucking episode of The Good Place when it arrives. They still want to watch Stranger Things. And they still want to wake up on a Sunday morning with a bit of a fuzzy head and shame watch, just go with it and not tell people. That's that's the thing, but do you know what? Nobody fucking shouted about, well, why isn't Sandy Wex, why isn't the latest Adam Sandler movie playing in theatres? And I'll tell you what, if you look at box office and look at how cinema works, Adam Sandler has done more for cinemas, not cinema the the art form, Mm -hmm. but cinema the actual building and the actual business. Adam Sandler has done more for cinema in that aspect than anybody who has anything to do with Annihilation in terms of a pure business because his movies have made billions. I think if you totaled up everybody that's involved with Annihilation and added all their movies together, they wouldn't get close to possibly even... Adam Sandler's top three.
0: I'd um I'd maybe say Natalie Portman and Oscar Isaac are both involved in Star Wars. Star Wars
1: take, yeah, take with the now the, the, the franchise movies there, yes. Very good point on, on, on that. But they're But I, non- I, I do
0: take your point.
1: Franchise movies, they're non big they're non blockbuster movies, the art movies that these people are, are shouting about that, that Portman and Oscar Isaac make frequently. But More people watched Annihilation this weekend in the UK than would have gone to see it at the cinema. That is a fact. There is no disputing that whatsoever. And then the the madness of people saying, oh, well, I found it really hard to find it on on Netflix because it wasn't (laughs) on the banners or anything like that, right? Yes, it was. You're lying. And actually, it would have been easier to have found it than it would have been to have found what time it was playing at your local multi fucking (laughs) plex. yeah I mean we, so, so that was just that was just fucking weird <laughs>
0: i i did i actually on Monday morning when I started watching it, I did have to search, but by the end of the day, it was on my front page on Netflix, not just as like, continue watching like as when in, I recently added it was there, I think
1: it just when I woke Netflix up take morning, a bit of time to shake that up well that's weird. Cause when I woke up Monday morning um at like seven, I had a notification on my phone telling me it was available. And I had an email telling me there was a film I might like.
0: (laughs) I didn't. So obviously my, the Netflix algorithm for me is not. (laughs) Do you know why? Because you've got a four year old. (laughs) Well, no, but the thing is we've got a separate kids profile. We we, we do as well for Isabel. My, my watches are my watches and I kind of would have thought like shit. All right. Let me pull up my Netflix and see what's in my like, continue watching. like. Because I bet, I I would imagine the profile would be pretty Annihilation y. Um,
1: Well, yeah, my continue watching at the moment is. You see, Bex watches stuff on here. So it's Star Trek, Friends, Thor? Something called Crazy Head, Deadpool. Yeah, Isabel's clearly been logged in on mine. Yeah, sounds it. Yeah, she's got her own fucking profile as well.
0: I got got Quigley Down Under, which I still haven't continued watching. Love the series. My next guest with David Letterman. Actually, you know what? Maybe it's not so. Uh, Queer Eye, um, the fucking good place. Even though that show is
1: fucking bobbins. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, I've I've watched all of the Good Place. Oh, do do,
0: do I, I have to do I have to watch the, like the first fourteen
1: episodes before oh, it gets good? Ian, I, I, I've watched it all, and even I don't think I like it.
0: Fucking <laughs> hell, son! And, like it just. It's, um... It, it,
2: it,
1: do, uh, you, do, you absolutely do not need to watch it.
2: <laughs> no, if you no, didn't
1: get on with the first episode, you're not going to get on with the rest. And I don't even think I got on with the first episode. I just watched it because Bex was watching it, and I was like, yeah, this is just... It's it, it, it's fine. It's fine to be on.
0: <laughs> made, made my itch. Made my itch. Anyway, um... Yeah, so... I mean, my feelings on it, like I said, I put it out there on Twitter, but it's just like, right, okay... You can't see it on a big screen, and it would be yes, cool. It would be nice if Net, uh, Netflix and Curzon did one of their one-week catch it in free screens in
1: London things. But but then, but, but, but why? Because then it's just basically saying, oh well, it, only film fans care about it playing in London. Well, but... no, I mean, I it
0: just I I do take the point that it would be. It would be nice if there was an option to see it on a big screen. It totally, it it totally totally would be. At the same time, uh, Brad provided some data that apparently the deal for it was Netflix paid the production budget plus 10% and Paramount got to keep the US gross after prints and advertising. So, in the US, I think it's... Like I think it's on like twenty eight million or something like that. Right, so twenty eight million. So budget paid for print and advertising. Yes, they've had to do that. But then what what advertising has there been for Annihilation in the US? Like there's been like one trailer and then maybe posters and stuff like that. It's not Ready Player One. So they've got that twenty eight million, which will cover the, the the print and advertising. It just it will. They've got ten percent more than the budget. And they've got the budget paid back, guaranteed money, job done, right? Okay. Now, annihilation costs, I think, about fifty, sixty million dollars. Um, so we're we're saying that thing would have to clear what like a hundred million worldwide to make its budget back if it actually got like a a proper you, you, like worldwide theatrical
1: release. it make, a, I'd say, a hundred hundred fifty million.
0: Yeah. So. Annihilation does not make a hundred, hundred and fifty million worldwide. we we will get on to the film. It doesn't. There's no fucking way Annihilation makes that. There's no fucking way. Paramount had their fingers burnt with Mother. You know, I mean like who what fucking drugs they were smoking when they greenlit Mother and Annihilation, I don't know. I mean that's not not talking about the quality of the film, it's just their commercial prospects. Um and in the end of the day, Paramount are a business. Now, in terms of, you know, it's killing the big screen experience, blah, blah, blah. I don't believe Annihilation would, would have got a super, super wide release had it come out in, in UK cinemas. It's like, I, I don't see a five screen cinema showing Annihilation. If there's like one other big release that week, that release gets it and then you got holdovers. So. Yeah. It, it just, Paramount want, wanted a safe bet, like they did with Cloverfield Paradox, except this time, instead of like the film being shitty, it was that they just thought it was going to be too challenging for a mainstream audience, which guess what? It is. Um, and hey, you know what? It now means that people who have to really make an effort to get to a cinema that would be showing Annihilation can watch it on their TV. Yet, has the experience been lessened for certain film fans? Sure, yeah, absolutely. But it means that the film gets to be seen by a wider amount of people on a service you are already fucking paying for. It is fucking retarded to have the to to be pissed off that, that Netflix are showing Annihilation. And I know that's that strong wording. It is so fucking dumb. And please, if if people disagree, come at me. It's, it's cool. Do at gmail.com at Ian Loring at doing the monkey. It, it's, it's fine. In the end of the day, Netflix are a business. This was, this was a good get for them. I mean, God knows where they get the money from. Paramount have like, you know, Paramount are now in the, in the black with this, which they probably wouldn't have been otherwise. And, if enough people watch this, it's going to convince Netflix to invest in other material like this. Yes, they, they make Adam Sandler films to cater to that demographic. But guess what? Films like Annihilation will not be getting cinema releases in the future. You're going to have to get used to it. It is what it is. The times they are are changing. And hey, I got to watch it in 4K, Dolby Vision, at home, Fucking a.
1: Yeah, that, that's that's it. Um, also, well, I, I when I started watching it, uh, I got a not because of the film. Just to point out, I got a really bad headache um, during the first sort of like half an hour of the film, uh, and so I had to pause it because uh, I couldn't watch the rest of it because I, I, I was my headache was affecting my ability to watch the thing. Now in the cinema, I would have tried to sit and get through it. Mm. And it might have coloured my um, interpretation of the film because I might not have you know, been paying it as much attention as I needed to pay it, as much of it. So I don't get bad headaches that often, but I got one while I was watching this, so I, I I watched the rest of it another time. I won't have been able to do that in a cinema.
0: That's it. I just like I I genuinely just just to say I genuinely see where people are coming from from saying like they'd like to see this on a big screen. I will also say. I don't think that is Netflix's fault. It's funny that Netflix originals seem to be able to get releases in Curzon, but Netflix films that they've picked up from another distributor don't. Hmm, I wonder if that's in the terms of the deal, and maybe that's just something Netflix have no power over. Instead (laughs) of saying, fuck you, Netflix, and also Curzon kind of throwing them under the bus, saying, well, we'd show it if Netflix would let us doesn't seem very fucking cool from curzon either if i'm being absolutely honest mm, curzon
1: can be a bit like
0: that. yeah yeah you know like, like that let's just like say say what it is that is kind of throwing netflix under the bus because it's the fashionable thing to hate on netflix but like you say good place stranger things you know, people aren't saying they're killing fucking broadcast television or whatever, are they? No, it's fucking creaming all over Netflix. No, but they're,
1: they're, they're reinventing television. Yeah, exactly. They're, re- they're reinventing the way that we, that we view television. And, and, you know, and, now, Sky are dropping entire series and not even fucking showing them on a weekly basis. They're going, bang, yeah. there you fucking go. Yeah. Um, they, they've reinvented the way we watch TV. They're trying to do something with movies um, that people have been asking for for years. Why can't I have why can't I have something where I can have day and date release? Now I get it. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the same I'm gonna be a little bit gutted if I can't watch the Irishman in in a cinema. Because it's a Martin Scorsese movie. And I'll be a little bit gutted about that. But the fact of the matter is like Scorsese said Nobody would give me the money. There you go. Yeah, it, you know, Martin yeah. Scorsese couldn't get 120 million to make The Irishman. He'd been trying to make it for ten, fifteen years, and couldn't get it. Couldn't get the money. And then Netflix went. Do you know what? We'll give you the money because we. Because the thing is, the money, the money that we're giving you, we've already made it. You're mm. not an investment. It's not, we're going to give you 120 million and we need to get 120 million back off you or 240 million back off you or whatever. We've already made it and we're going to advertise Netflix anyway. We're just going to advertise it via your fucking movie. And there you go. And we get to go, we just made a fucking Martin Scorsese movie. Yeah. yeah. Right. And, and, you know, yeah, hopefully that will get a, a small, what is it? But then the point there is if it gets a small run and it plays in two cinemas in London. Well, I'm perfectly entitled to go, hang on a minute, wait a minute. Why the fuck is it playing in York and Manchester and Edinburgh and all of these places? Why the fuck's it just playing in fucking London? And that won't be Netflix's decision, that will be distributed, that will be cinema's decisions. But we're not going to take that. So it's just a bit... It, 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 it just seems like people have been given what they want and then not wanting it anymore or only wanting the exact bits that they want it's, it, it's 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 people being too 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 fucking picky and it would i mean the thing is it you
0: know it it's a, it's a generate it's a generational thing in 10 20 years no one's going to be fucking complaining about that so yeah. you know i mean it, it, it i don't know the the way we consume media is just fucking ever-changing. You can say evolving or devolving, but it, it is what it is. And there are a lot of things I'm worried about. Netflix fucking showing films is not one of them.
1: You, you, you talk to anyone under the age of, I would say, 19, maybe, mm. right? And they are genuinely baffled. And I, I do because I, I, you know, I work in and around a, a lot of younger people. They're genuinely baffled by the idea of having to pay for a movie. Yeah, I mean that that's the more concerning thing. You know that 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 is the thing. You know, they have still got the cinema and things like that, but then it's the the idea of, well, why can't why? I, I remember having a conversation with, about Gardens of Galaxy Volume Two and, and one of the guys that works with me saying, well it's been at the cinema, why isn't it available on Netflix yet? And I had to explain the, 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 the kind of, the the business behind it all, and he was like, yeah, but, I was like, look, look it, it's it's cost all of this money to make, they have to make that back, <laughs> and they make it back by people, what is it, by essentially, you want to watch it, you've got to pay to fucking watch it. Yeah, yeah. So it's, like, it's, like, it's like saying, McDonald's. Well, brother, they have already bought all the fucking burgers, why do I have to pay them? them? They've already made them, look, I can't just give me that burger. It's not how it works. No, well, <laughs> it's how I,
0: consumerism
1: works. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. It's just like, in the end of the day, Netflix and Amazon Prime have done an awful lot for the, the, dropping the use of torrenting and whatnot. You know, it's just...
1: Absolutely, yeah.
0: And I mean, that I look forward to the days of premium video on demand where instead of, like, Going out to the cinema by myself, I can I can pay a bit of extra money, and Donna can actually watch these things as well instead of having to wait for an iTunes release. You know, it. I mean, what, what, anyway, let's leave it there. We'll actually talk yeah. about Annihilation in a bit, but uh, um, trailers. Uh, wh- what have we got? We got um, we got Fanta- Fantastic Beasts: The Crimes of Grindelwald, which is about as fucking weirdly paste a title as I think you'll ever fucking find. Um like mm. it just it's not it's not about the beasts anymore though, is it? Like it's about is is Johnny Depp is he a beast? Is he fantastic? Is it the fantastic Mr. Depp? I'd i like i um I mean, I don't know. Um it looks like they're already shoving Eddie Redmayne to the fucking side, which is fine. Um if it, I don't know, it kind of looks like Jude Law's being fucking, like, set up a little bit here, which is great. Um, I, just, I, yeah. I, I, I just... I
1: just... I, it's hard to give a piece. shit. It is hard yeah, to give I a just, shit, isn't it? I just don't care.
0: Uh, I mean, I, I, like the, I like the first film. I've seen it a couple of times, and I, I thought it held up on a, on a rewatch, but it is, it is hard to care. And that fucking production logo at the start, Wizarding World, where it's like, oh, fuck me, where are we going with this then? Um, you know it's um yeah i it is really, really hard to care, and Colin Farrell was really, really good in fantastic beasts, and then spoiler alert he morphs into fucking Johnny Depp, and it's like, oh, yep, you know that's like trading a bit of steak for a drunk cheeseburger, <laughs> so you know, yeah, hard to care, um. Right, Michael Caine surely does not need the money to do Dear Dictator.
1: What the hell is Dear Dictator? Oh, a girl. And and, and, and remember, remember, Michael Caine will do all, will, will do very will do pretty much anything for money a lot of the time.
0: Basically, high school girl um becomes kind of like pen pals with a dictator played by Michael Caine he's foisted out of his country in an uprising and he hides out and like basically finds the girl and hides with her. And then he teaches her how to be a bit of a rebel in school. Like they just, yeah, that it doesn't look like a film, but apparently it is that dear dictator. There you go.
1: Yeah. That's a strange one.
0: Um, I will probably not be watching that.
2: Um,
0: one that I've already heard rumblings for Oscars next year, Life Itself.
1: Oh yes, I watched the trailer for this. Yeah, um, looks, looks incredibly full of itself. Yeah, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Doesn't yeah? It it's, doesn't it describe itself
0: as a major movie event. Yeah, yeah, a major motion picture event. I think it said. It's like mm. why? Because uh, Oscar Isaac's in it. I mean, I kind of get its point.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I'm fine with, with with Oscar Isaac's being a major movie event, but yeah, um, it yeah, <laughs> it just it, it it looks full of itself. It might be perfectly good, and it might, be, it might be brilliant, but it's just it looks like it's trying a bit too hard. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah, so I'm I'm not bothered really i'll watch it but i'm not bothered at the moment no. <laughs> it did, the trailer didn't make me want to watch it it just irritated me a little bit yeah
0: pretty much pretty much um sorry to bother you
1: yeah all
0: in yeah this looks fucking amazing this
1: yeah looks, uh, it looks looks really good <laughs>
0: uh, um so yeah i mean like play the sundance got really 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 good words it's an a24 uh, no it's annapurna, annapurna uh, yeah. i get them confused sometimes Sort of way, mate. <laughs> yeah. Um, really fucking interesting idea. Really, really interesting idea. Yeah. um Apparently, it goes fucking mental at the end as well. Like, really f- weird, fun satire. So,
1: I'm all for all that. Yeah. it Looks. Um, I'm liking it. it. Looks very. Yeah. I, 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 when it finishes, like, yeah. Do you know what? i I'm, I'm 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 very much up for that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that that's it for me. What have you got, bud?
1: Uh, only one I need to add to that is uh, uh, Adrift. Sam Kathleen and Shirley Woodley are adrift in a yacht, a mini yacht or whatever the word they are, uh, after a big storm.
0: Okay.
1: That's it. I'll watch it. but I'll watch it on Netflix rather than watching it in a cinema. Very I good. can't see it. Even if there's nothing else out that week, I think we'll still go could we do this week then (laughs) instead?
0: Yeah, okay. No, that sounds like that. Yeah, pretty much.
2: No one knew anything about your unit. I contacted everyone. Everyone I could. The other partners knew just as little as me. Pakistan again? I, I don't know where it was or what it was. How is that possible? You must be able to tell me something. You vanished off the face of the earth
1: for twelve months. I deserve a better explanation than no explanation. Doesn't matter.
0: So uh let's do Annihilation then as we were talking about it. Um so Annihilation yep. is written and directed by Alex Garland based on a novel by someone else. I,
1: Jeff uh, Vandermeer.
0: That was it. I remembered Van Der Beek and was like, that's not right. Um uh, Vandermeer, <laughs> Jeff Van Der Uh James Vanderbeek. Um so Uh, Natalie Portman, she's an ex-soldier and a biologist um, whose husband played by Oscar Isaac is a soldier and has been missing for about a year, presumed dead he comes home one day unannounced and is not really giving many answers and very quickly is taken to uh, is put in an ambulance because he basically coughs up blood and whatnot. not ambulance is uh, kind of like uh, to run off the road, and they both end up in, uh, outside, air- well, no, air- they're in Area X, outside the Shimmer, at first, I think, and yeah. so, basically, Oscar Isaac and his military team had been into the Shimmer, uh, an expanding area, uh, which is threatening to engulf the earth and do weird shit. Uh, Portman wants to find out what happened to her husband and so along with a team of uh, fellow women uh, go into the shimmer uh, to investigate what happened and all sorts of stuff happens. So, Annihilation. Um, Alex Garland's follow-up to Ex Machina. Um, I mean, Alex Garland's kind of in the pantheon for me anyway because of Sunshine but um, I, I think we were both
1: uh, kinda positive on Ex Machina. We, 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 I'd say we were more positive than we were negative. More, but more positive, of us, yeah, but not. Neither as were, um, were were blown away by it. It was just, it, I, I enjoyed my time with it. Will I ever watch it again? Probably not. Yeah, like, but if if Bex insisted that she wanted to rewatch it, would I be like, I'm not fucking rewatching that? I'd be like, yeah, all right, cool.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's got it's got the like Oscar Isaac dancing bit. Um. <laughs> thank you and um i i i mean i found ex machina actually slightly problematic with its uh, depiction of female form and it, it combined empowering a robot woman with also staring at her hotness um so annihilation strong female cast um interesting trailer interesting premise did it make uh, a a a decent film overall did all the parts coalesce for you
1: not quite no i would say not quite for me um it, it's it, it's a movie that it is almost it's a very, it's a very much a three act movie, uh, which a lot of movies are. You are the beginning, middle, and end. It's a standard kind of construct uh, for how movies are put together. Uh, I enjoyed the, the, the. I thought I was intrigued by the the opening and the the build up. I thought the middle was incredibly baggy, uh, and I'll be honest, I was pretty, I was pretty bored um, for the middle portion of it. I, I thought it was, it was very very clunky um some of the dialogue was just a little bit was a little bit like oh god that's that's like fucking ricocheting around my brain right now that um and then i I thought that the the, the end was 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 very very strong um the whole i remember guys were all spoilers all the time um the uh, essentially 15 about 15 minute Virtually silent or, or um, dialogue-free bit that you get uh, at the lighthouse, I thought was was fantastic, and it was it, it was visually captivating and story-wise, it, it was captivating. Uh, and I like the um, the fact that the, the ending doesn't doesn't tie everything together. It, it, it is what it is, um, and we don't know everything, and we don't know kind of what happened and the character basically says I don't know what is it I don't know and every question was I don't know Um, but so overall it it didn't all um, fit together for me um, to be honest I I just I just found that that middle bit just too much of a slog to get into it Um, and but it didn't turn me off enough that I was completely checked out by the time it got to what I found were the more interesting bits yeah, yeah. I um... I also thought there was some bad performances within that. Okay, that's which, interesting. Okay, which is which is weird because there's some very good p- bits. People seem to veer from being very good in it to very to 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 me just just not very good. I don't want to go as far as said as terrible because that would be wrong. I'm, they're not. But they're just a bit a bit. I don't know. Just they, they seem to be. There was some unnaturalness to it.
0: Yeah, I, I, it kind of seemed like there were a couple of characters who kind of seemed a little bit sleepy.
1: Yeah, and it, it, it felt a little bit, I don't know it's bad performances or, or um, not quite on the point direction or stuff like that. People just seemed to do things that were a little bit, I just, I felt a little bit, right yeah okay
0: yeah i mean i i yeah i mean i i didn't think that the the pieces all completely clicked together myself i mean i i i like the film i think it's when it's on it's really great um when it's not i think baggy's a good word for it i mean we're we're talking near two hours here mm. and in all fairness, not an awful lot really that there, there, there's a, a, a good stretches where not a lot happens. People are talking and it's like, okay, we, we get it. Everyone's, everyone's damaged and everyone, you know, human nature is that we all like to kind of like hurt ourselves if things are going well for no real reason. We're just all self-destructive and, does annihilation mean the annihilation of earth or does it mean the annihilation of the self and, you know, that, that kind of stuff. And it it is, you know, there's some interesting concepts in there, but I would argue that it's not the ideas like the thematic ideas, which are the strongest stuff here. I think it's how interesting cinematic filmmaker Alex Garland is becoming Mm. Um, there's concepts in this film that are genuinely fucking horrific Um, the bear thing which kills the woman and then basically absorbs her scream is chilling like legit fucking chilling to me and as we've said on the show before body horror is a bit of a thing with me Mm. um so maybe that got me more than it it would other people um like just the fucking way it opened its mouth and then just sounded like it was screaming it's just oh fuck me i'm that no no thank you um but then it's also tessa Thompson. Fucking laying out exposition about what's happening and then becoming a plant
1: person. Mm. You know, it... L- saying words that you are looking at going, you don't know all of these words. It, that's what it felt like. It felt like, li- it, 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 it literally, it felt like rather than her delivering dialogue, she was remembering things she'd read.
0: Mm. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I kind of got that sense with Jennifer Jason Lee as well. I, I, to be honest, Given that, I think it's more the direction than the, than the actors.
1: Because because I also got it uh, quite often from um, from Natalie Portman. Oh, that's interesting. Really? Okay. Yeah, she she goes from being whenever she whenever she's got to do anything that is vaguely out of that's vaguely emotional, she loses me. Mm. Um, apart from the, the fact that that. That she was using a roller to paint at one point, and I thought, my Christ, that woman has no idea what a roller is. Yeah. It's literally, it literally like like, like they've gone. Like Alex has gone, right? So what you need you to do, right? Is you're gonna put this in the in this paint thing, you're gonna go along there, and you're gonna start doing that. And she's gone, holy fuck, the walls just changed colour. Mm-hmm. Alex Garner's gone, it what? It's pain. It goes on with this, like, what's the shit? Please <laughs> give it and she's gone, oh my god, I did it! I did it wow is this how walls change colors mm. it, it, it literally just normal things like that seem to really just no. blow her mind
0: yeah i mean she's a, she, she's good at being cold like the
1: the scene early on she's when she, fantastic she's, at being cold
0: mm, like the scene when she's questioning oscar isaac early on i really mm. like that and like the mm. way he's like well does it matter and and she, you know just that well yeah where where have you been what, was it cold? Was it warm? Like I really like that. It's like, it almost sounds like she's being sarcastic, but she's not. She is actually trying to get to the fucking kernel of what is actually what was actually happening, and I, th- I thought she played that really well. Um,
1: yeah, uh, she's and, and the thing I, I, her character's a bit of a dickhead mm-hmm. which I, I quite liked. She's not a, we, she's the character that we're supposed to latch onto and empathise with but actually she's not a very nice person no
0: I mean she basically mar- marches those those girls Tessa Thompson and Gina Rodriguez essentially to their deaths mm. um, I mean they, they were probably going to die anyway in, at, at that point but you, you know what I mean um, mm. and uh, yeah like just the whole like uh, that's the thing it was like have, the, the, her having the affair kind of came out of nowhere and again it was it was because it needed to tie up to the thematic material of the film but it did feel clunky Mm. the 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 wraparound i was not a fan of it just like that's a bizarre decision right okay so natalie portman's the only one who's going to be alive in two hours time then i know that right from the fucking start of the film brilliant yeah it, it, it just it, it like it, and again i i get i i, I get the sense that's garland basically saying well you know that's not the thing to be concerned about who lives and dies. It's the thematic stuff. And no, no clearer is that in the last 15 minutes when I, it kind of, I, I, I know you said you liked it. I liked it visually. Like I thought it was interesting. It also kind of felt like it was a short film that Chris Cunningham would have made in the mid nineties.
1: It did feel like a short film that was, that was outside of, um, outside of the movie. Um, but, I I enjoyed that short film more than I enjoyed the rest of the movie. Uh,
0: Yeah, I mean, it it, it, taken in isolation, sure. Um, I mean, it then leads to an ending where it's like, oh, yeah, all right, then fine, so she's got the shimmer in her and he's got the shimmer in him.
1: They can go shimmer off into the moonlight.
0: Yeah, fucking, right, and like, they're just going to let them both interact, are they? They're just going to let them both hug? They're all in fucking bio- hazard suits but they're okay to let these two people who have been in this contaminated area and he's obviously not right just fucking interact with each other yeah really oh benedict wong you silly you know i don't know like that but like i say when the film is on it's it's really on um I found it. Un- I did find it unsettling, and I thought some of the ideas were interesting. It. I. I don't know. It's like. I kind. I kind of want to defend it more, but it just. And I gave it four four stars on Letterbox, but the more I think about it, maybe that should be more like a three point five. Um. It's like I want to give it points for its amb- ambition. That,
1: that's the thing. It, it's... You, it's That's the thing, you see, though. It, I, I'm always, I, I always get a bit like that with films. But then again, my thing there is it, it, if it doesn't land, anyone can make an ambitious movie. Anybody can make an ambitious movie. But if it doesn't land, then what's the point? You've got, it's, got to, it's got to at least land. It doesn't have to absolutely fucking stick the land in, but it's got to land if it lands in a heap and then gets up and you go, well, at least it's right. It's like, yeah, but it, it still didn't land. Mm. <laughs> it, 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 crumpled. And I just think that, that I'm not sure if this movie landed with the, what is it? It's visually very nice. And it is, it's visually, it's nice to look at some of the, some of the CG work, uh, the, the, the effects work on it is a bit dodgy, mm. to be honest. Um, it looks like a movie that could have cost a hundred million dollars but didn't cost forty fifty million dollars um hmm. i I'll, I'll say that for it, but it just i don't know it, it, it's it just didn't feel like anything new <clears throat> really
0: no well i mean 'cause i yeah i mean 'cause for all the all the weighty themes at the end it's basically right little bit of a twist ending here then it, it, it just like the very very end is quite genre but then the te- it is the, the, the material the, is quite genre but then the te- the 10 minutes beforehand are really fucking art house yeah um but then you know it's lady it's basically lady like soldier scientists going into this area and every now and then it's kind of like a action horror bit. I mean, you've got that bit where they're all tied up where it's obviously fucking paying homage to the thing. Um, and it, it, it just seems to kind of bounce around all over the place. And Garland is almost like 70% wanting to make an art house film, but there's that 30% that wants to make a genre film that's really, really trying to make itself more, more part of the equation. And it, it's like, I don't know. It's interesting because they, they basically, the reason why Paramount sold it is basically because Garland didn't have Final Cut, but Scott Rudin, the producer, did, and he backed up Garland um, because I, I think it was Andrew Ellison, it was another producer, with, with, like he, he's the guy who does, uh, runs Skydance, and it's, um hmm. Megan Ellison's brother, um, yeah. basically said, this isn't commercial. We need to do a re-edit for this to be commercial. And essentially, because of that, it's it's been sold to Netflix. And absolutely fair enough. But in a way, I'd kind of may, maybe be interested to see what a more commercial version of this film would actually be. I wonder if it would be 15, 20 minutes shorter. And maybe had that bit at the end but maybe didn't have some of the fucking shoe leather in the first and second acts
1: yeah I'd say that the thing is when Alex Garland's next movie comes out will I want to watch it yeah Yeah, absolutely absolutely you know because there's enough interesting stuff going on in Annihilation um, for me to appreciate that Alex Garland I think has got a very very good movie in him. I just don't think it's this Mm. Mm. I don't think it's Ex Machina but the guy's got interesting ideas but I just I don't know it's the movie seems to get caught between wanting to be smart but also wanting to not be too smart and then it ends up just falling between everything all the time it just seems like a movie that's not it's a bit all over the place. And I think that comes across in in the way that it feels quite disconnected from itself in places.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a good way of putting it, that. Yeah. Um Kind of sounds like we might be coming to the end there.
1: Yeah, I, I think it is. I, I'm really between being definitely not shit and touching cloth because I, I, I don't think it's shit. It's definitely not shit but I don't think it's that fantastic that's so fun. I think I'm at touching cloth with it yeah it's definitely not shit
0: yeah I mean I'm oh okay that's interesting I mean I'm I'm literally amending my score to 3.5 out of 5 which for me is is a, is a solid definitely not shit um it it's the nightmare fuel moments for me that that really that really stand out um Oscar Isaac with the flash grenades, like, just the fucking... You know it's fucking coming, and the way they kind of hold it, and then you've just got the clone one after, just kind of, like, coldly looking at it. It just like, oh, God. Um, that fucking... That moment where they cut the guy open and the fucking massive thing is whirling around in him, like... It, uh, and just the, like,
1: the... That would have got you, at uh, it?
0: Oh, my God. And just the... Even though weirdly big i'm more comfortable with than small if it was like loads of little ones that really would have put me off but like the, the the big not so much weirdly but also just the the production design with all like the tumor looking shit on the walls and whatnot mm. like it was like fuck just really like
1: it made you uncomfortable didn't it a little bit
0: dude like just you don't god's sake you don't want to be there you d- and you don't want them to be there. and uh, Oh, God. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, definitely not shit. But, yeah, I mean, like, I'm not in love with it. And I'll, I'll be honest, yeah, it would look good on a big screen. I was fine watching it in, in Dolby Vision at home. It's a good, the Shimmer shit is a good advert for Dolby Vision and HDR. I'll say
1: that. It's good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, how did the vote go? Uh, definitely not shit, 67%. Okay. Uh, touching Cloth, 22%. Okay. Shit, 6%. Okay. And Geostorm, 5%. Okay, all right.
0: Not universally loved then, fair play. No? No, yeah, okay. Hey, uh, can I go to a movie with
2: Riley tonight? It's right. Your grandparents are coming for
0: dinner tonight, remember?
2: Awesome! Grandpa telling his disgusting Vietnam stories. Take my advice, I don't ever have kids. Everything just revolves around you, doesn't it? Yeah, whatever. What is the rush today? It's like you're waiting for a buffet. What's going on? Is that McKenna's mom? Multiple reports are
1: now coming in of parents murdering their own children.
2: Listen to me, we have to get out of the house before mom and dad come home. you right, foot out. you do the, hooky, the
0: hooky you! Mom and Dad is written really and directed by Brian Taylor. Uh, stars uh, Nicolas Cage, Selma Blair. Um, all spoilers, all the time, even though it says it in the opening credits. Lance Henriksen, um, Anne Winters, and Zachary Arthur. Um, so, this is. The story of a world gone mad where a some sort of interference in a TV signal, if parents watch it, immediately want to harm their kids, but only their kids. Um and yeah. Um this signal affects nicholas Cage and Samuel Blair. They basically try and kill their kids, but their kids manage to kind of evade them and whatnot. And um yeah kind of craziness ensues um so you know it's Nicolas cage you know doing his Nicolas cage thing. selma blair good to see her um directed by one half of neville dean taylor as i said earlier on i you know i i think it's pretty it, it would seem like going in pretty fucking solid dude At a monkey fair um
2: yep.
1: mark did you did you find it to be so it's, it's it's an enjoyable film. Hmm. It's it, it knows what it is, is what I'll say. It's very well aware that it's got to get you in, get your shit done, get this crazy out of the way, and then end before you've gone. Yeah, I'm bored of this now. It, it, it's it's eighty odd. What is it? Eighty three, eighty four minutes yeah, long. that's
0: short. That's short.
1: It, it, it goes in and it, it it literally it kicks off pretty much straight away. Um, and then it, it just goes crazy, and it, it, it's fun. And then it ends, and you go, "Okay, wow, that was that was that then. All right, I'm 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 fine with that. Um, it's a fun concept. It's an interesting concept. It's done in interesting ways. There's some. It, it, it's Nick Cage basically getting to do crazy Nick Cage, but actually trying to do crazy Nick Cage, which almost feels like some kind of weird. I." Almost like a meta kind of things going on there. Um, but Selma Blair's fun in it. She's like the... She's the anti-knit cage. There's more kind of like... Um, she brings a bit more balance to, to the whole affair mm. in it. Uh, but yeah, it, it's incredibly slight, but it, it's fun is what I would say. What what was what your feelings behind it?
0: Yeah, no, I, I totally get what you say there. Like the kind of yin and yang behind their approaches was really interesting yeah i i had a good time with this um it you know it didn't blow me away i mean like if i want crazy cage i would still go to uh vampires kiss or the criminally underrated drive angry um yep but um
1: of, both of
0: you know drive angry is fucking drinking shit out of someone's skull at one point i don't know it's like it's a good time to drive angry um, yeah it is and fucking oh god, who's the bad guy in that? Oh Billy fucking Burke, love yep. a bit of Billy Burke. Billy Burke. Like oh, Nick Cage, Amber Heard, Bill, Billy Burke, fucking Jesus Christ, drive angry. Um, so yeah, um, yeah, it, it's it's a good time. I was kind of, it's kind of mad how long it actually takes to get to the mum and dad terrorising the kids. Like there's a lot of build up. Um. Though I do like the way that the film kind of implies that Nick Cage has actually just been a bit mental all along, even before this started. And yeah, it, and it was almost like this was just an excuse. Um, you know, I mean, like I don't know. It's like, did he even see the signal? Did he just see everybody <laughs> else and go, "All right, I can do this now. Brilliant." You know, I, I can get on board with this. Yeah, I, it's it's like I, that. I mean, because that's the thing. Selma Blair's kind of fighting it. Um. Mm in moments cage just kind of isn't really it's like it's almost doing like there's almost like that 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 scene where the person's on tv say like like oh it's horrible that this is happening but what about your own kids well i can try and like try and force some crocodile tears out if you want and it's almost like cage is just there he's just like yeah it's fucking awful but you know it's good for me
1: yeah like i don't have to to beat the shit out of my pool table anymore i can beat the shit out of my kids yeah yeah
0: um so yeah no exactly but i I like the build-up the the and the like the scene in the school i thought was great um the way it's like the kid like the mums, like come here come here and the kid's kind of like oh no kind of like wants to go wants to go and then jumps over and then it all kicks off and just that fucking that one where the dad just like has that bag and just fucking catches her and immediately fucking suffocates her in that bag it's like (laughs) just the intensity of it all is really interesting and just the way that just that whole concept about it only being their own kids
1: yeah that's, like, that, that's a really interesting one. And then when it gets to when the doorbell goes, and somebody goes, oh, your parents are coming round, aren't And you go, "Oh God!" When they open the door, <laughs> and just immediately
0: it's like just the fucking pepper spray in the face, and just it's on again. Um, yeah, I, it, it I will say those opening credits, man. I really fucking wish they didn't they didn't have Lance Henriksen. I know it's in the trailer as well. Which yeah. it just seems like why why do that?
1: Those opening credits were fucking great. Yeah, though.
0: they were completely fucking random, random. And out of yeah, play. Like, just like yeah, like because it's the film itself. It, you know, I suppose there's elements of like a, a kind of seventies exploitation stuff, but not
1: not really. And, no, and, it, it feels more like a Midnight is nihilistic piece rather yeah, than that's a good rather way. than. Um, any kind of exploitation seventies film
0: yeah that's a really good way of putting it, yeah, so I mean that that's it just it's some um, yeah i i i yeah I don't know that it seemed i, I mean it was cool, but it did seem like a non sequitur um so yeah i mean i i will I'll be on it i mean just the way i the way I have been since lottie, I was very very glad that the labor bit didn't go all the way. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that that plot thread stopped when, like, the character, like, someone left the hospital. But that, oh man, that fucking image of, like, all the babies and then the dad's fucking, (laughs) like, I mean, it's, it's a, you know, it's a dark, funny image, but it did kind of creep me out. Um, yeah, uh, I, yeah, I don't know. It just, it's, I, I like, you know, I like the ingenuity of the kids and I just, I fucking love, like, Cage and Blair, but, like, just the whole fact that they are just trying to murder their kids and, like, kind of rekindling their love for each other in the process. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, it just, that, that it. I don't know, bar me. One thing I want to ask, which I mentioned to you on WhatsApp, the flashback to him in the car. <laughs> right. Fucking... Is that him with like de aged makeup? Is it face replacement? What the fuck is that? Let's
1: let's see if there's a young Nick Cage in the, in the cast. Uh, he, let's have a look. He
0: fucking looked like a de aged Nick Cage.
1: He did look like a de aged Nick Cage. Mom and dad. Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, I can't see him spending the money on de-aging.
0: No, because you're right. But I don't know, maybe they would because it was like maybe like five seconds, if that, of actual like he's there. Well,
1: there doesn't appear to be anybody. There's a young Carly um, is what is it, but there isn't a young. What's his name credited? Hmm. There isn't a young Brent credited. So maybe they did. Hmm. Still, it's good.
0: I mean, yeah, Nick Cage beating the shit out of the pool table, doing the hokey-cokey, <laughs> like that's yeah. great. The fucking him talking to the girl's boyfriend <laughs> yes. is fucking amazing. Um, yeah, I, I, like there are there are moments of. There are moments of joy. Just the fact that the the, the hokey-cokey bit is three weeks before this fucking virus shit is actually happening (laughs) is incredible.
1: Yeah. it It is. Like you say, it is like he's already a little bit unhinged. Because that's... I mean, like, does does he... Like...
0: Does he hear the signal when he's asleep at his desk watching the porn? Yes, I think so. So that's the thing. He, He hears it, but he doesn't see it. I, I don't know. It's almost like I—I I don't know. Like maybe that's going too far. That basically just saw that everybody else was doing it and just thought, "Fuck it, why not?" I, that's probably going a <laughs> bit too far. But I, yeah, I, I, I yeah, I don't know. This—it's just—it's fun. It's really inconsequential. But I could, like, if it's on Netflix or Amazon Prime, I could see myself cracking open a few beers and fucking watching it again.
1: I could see myself watching it again at some point yeah certainly mm, mm.
0: and the, the ending as well like they're like it, it just like when they're really tied up and Samuel Blair say like you know we'll always love you and then Nicholas Cage is like but sometimes I just we just wanna fuck it and it just cuts to the credits it's like it's <laughs> it it, yeah. it it's fucking amazing like just bravo like cause it, Cage has got that Mandy film coming out as well hasn't he where Like, apparently there is a character in that film called the Cheese Goblin.
1: (laughs) Oh, wow. Like, I
0: just... The Cheese... Mandy film, The Cheese Goblin. I swear I heard that somewhere. Um, Oh, the Cheddar Goblin. The Cheddar Goblin. Yeah, there's a character called the Cheddar Goblin. Um... Shadow vomiting goblins and Clive Barker-esque motorcycle demons. Like, that just... Yes, please. When's that yep. out? When's that out? Um, so, yeah. Strong. Definitely not shit.
1: Yeah, I, I, I would say I'm definitely not shit.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I Just fucking why spoil the Lance Henriksen bit?
1: Yeah, I agree with you on that one.
0: And that bit, oh God, that bit's fucking crunchy as well, man. When they swerve that car into the mum. Oh, yeah.
1: And she yeah. just goes
0: flying over. My word. Um, yeah. Yeah. Bravo. Good work, Nick Cage. Good work, Selma Blair. Selma Blair's really fucking good in that film, man. She's really she good. Um, She's usually good in everything, though, to be fair. Yeah. No, she is. She totally is. It just it kind of reminded me that, like, and. Um, just the idea of them bonding over wanting to kill their kid it's just it's, the kids it's funny um,
1: alright good stuff man so what else have you watched this week uh, I've not got a lot to be honest um, so I'll cover the other two watched and then I'll talk to you about Veronica because yeah. you watched it last week and we didn't talk about it that much because what is it we watched Baby Driver oh yeah how'd that go uh, I, I can I, yeah I really like Baby Driver okay. it, it's it's too long
2: mm-hmm.
1: as most movies are um it's, but it's only like maybe 10 minutes too long there's a few bits in it that kind of irk me a, a little bit um but yeah i i still really really like it the it, I, after sort of it got nominated for the the sound um, awards the sound mixing and sound editing i kind of tried to pay a little more attention to that to sort of see you know just how how good it is and it is spectacular how how good those bits are um the action i do think that Edgar Wright has a way where he does action if it's smaller action it's very good if it's bigger action um it's not that good if that makes any sense so some of the car bits are not fantastic but the bit where he's running is a brilliant action set piece um there were a couple of bits where the car does something and I go, and there's, there's, there's edits, and you go, ha, huh, we don't see that full trick, which means they couldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, they'd show you it. Yeah. Which kind of destroys the idea a little bit. There's one very early on in, in the opening drive bit where he does that spin round between the cars and then turns the corner. But if you actually look, it doesn't do it. <laughs> He's okay. facing the wrong way when he gets to the corner and then all of a sudden he's round the corner and going round. It's like, ah Alright. That's kind of taken me out a little bit. Um some of the characters are a little bit too much too comic booky at points. Right, okay. They don't feel real, but but I still I still enjoyed it. I still I, I would happily have watched a sequel that we're not going to get.
2: Um
1: well, well, I don't know. Actually, it did well, didn't it? Actually, so it might get a sequel. Yeah, but I mean, he's talking about the sequel. About I it. want the sequel. I want is them two driving off with John Ham chasing them down. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, totally. Because be great.
1: John Ham's the best character in the entire thing. Mm-hmm. I want to know more about his fucking story. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Because the one thing I will say is that guy's a cool fucking guy. That guy can wear the shit out of anything. He's a little bit like, um, Daniel Craig in that way, in the sense that he can wear the shit out of anything. And you go, all right. Yeah. You look quite fucking good in that. <laughs> I
0: like, I like him when he's trying to not be fun not when he's not trying to be funny.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He, he's, he, he, he doesn't pull off funny. Well, but he pulls off menacing quite well. Mm, mm. Yeah. I, 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 really, really, uh, enjoyed my rewatch of, of baby driver. Um, mm-hmm. Right, yeah. You can fucking shout at me about this one. Okay. Um I watched a film that I really really liked like I, I really, really, really liked it. <laughs> right. I watched Chips. I'm not gonna shout
0: at you, I haven't fucking seen it. Yeah, it's um I mean I'm not surprised, but yeah.
1: It's, it's 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 a lot of fucking fun, like a lot of fun. Um, and you know the the trailer makes it look like it's going to be a homophobic nightmare.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's not at all. It literally, there's a great moment between um, b- very early on between Dax Shepard and Michael Pena, where Dax Shepard goes because Michael Pena's his new partner goes in to hug him, and he like push, and Michael Pena's pushing him back, and he's like. Whoa! What are you doing? He's like, uh, are you, "Wow, you're homophobic!" And then they start having an argument about being whether or not he's homophobic because so you won't hug him because he's wearing just a t-shirt and his pants. <laughs> and Michael Fella's saying, "So hang on a minute, I, are you saying that it makes me homophobic because I don't want to hug you when you're just wearing your briefs?" But it, this doesn't make it. And there's a whole little bit about it, and then it, it continues throughout the bit when he keeps doing stuff and. There's just, there's uh, there's some really, it's, it's both not as stupid as you expect it to be, but more stupid than you expect it to be at the same time. Right, okay. Like, Michael Payne has a character. uh, The the whole story is that um, Dak Shepard is a former um, X Games motocross star who was completely fucked up had so many injuries, and he's now decided to become a um, a traffic cop to, to to win back his wife, who has left him. Uh, Michael Pena is a hotshot FBI guy who is put in as his partner undercover because they think that people on the force are committing these um, armored car robberies, um, mm-hmm. which they are. It's maybe it's not. It's maybe obvious straight away that they are. One of the guys, uh, the leader of the crew that are doing these uh, armoured ro- uh, bank truck robberies is, is Vincent D'Onofrio.
0: Oh, shit. Okay. Who's,
1: who is menacing as fuck. Okay. This, and he's right. very good. Um, and, yeah, it, it's – but Michael Painer, um's character, it appears, has a sex addiction. And one of his major triggers is yoga pants, so whenever he sees okay. anyone anyway in yoga pants, um, he has to go up to a bathroom and jerk off.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: And so Dax Shepard did. like calls him on it quite early on, but also Dax Shepard is he's not like this. You'd expect him to be just crap at his job and be all over the place, but he's not. He's actually really quite good at his job. But he's told that he's amazing on a bike, but he can't shoot anything he can't he can't pass any of the obstacle courses because he's got all of these various fucking injuries um so he he has to he's on probationary he's passed and put in the force on probation and he has to get a certain amount of citations to get to keep his job so he keeps giving people like citations for like anything he can find <laughs> which it, it runs throughout it it's It's a bit mad. It's a bit all over the place. But honestly, when this fucker lands on Netflix or Amazon Prime, which it will do very fucking soon, Mm. um, Friday or Saturday night with a couple of beers, it's a lot of fun. What I will say is the action, very early on, reminded me of Dirty Harry, which I didn't expect.
0: Right, okay. Uh, Fine, okay.
1: The action, what I will say is the action in this is better than a lot of the action you get in standard action comedies. Bigging it up, man. You're bigging it up. Okay. And it's written and directed by Dax Shepard. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: I thought it was. I, 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 what I'll say is, I, I'm very susceptible to this kind of stuff, and I actually really like Dax Shepard as well. Uh, but, honestly, when it arrives, yeah give it a go, D'Onofrio is fucking, is sinister as fuck and he's threatening as fuck to the point of where they actually make a joke out of it <laughs> okay. where They, Michael Pena tries to essentially square up to uh, Vincent D'Onofrio and he just fucking, Vincent D'Onofrio shoots him down and then for like the next two or three minutes Dak Shepard's character is going on about how fucking cool <laughs> Vincent D'Onofrio is and how fucking scary he is Okay. All right. It's, uh, okay. it's, it's you a sold fucking. It. I had a good time with it. You sold it.
0: You've sold so, it. Good for
1: yeah. you. Okay. Um, hmm. Veronica. Yes. So give us a quick reminder of what your issues with it were. Well, I thought it was all right. Didn't think
0: it was that scary. Like the performances more than the, than, the, than the atmosphere, which, considering people were fucking saying it's the scariest thing they've ever seen. Well, it was all quite surprising really um yeah yeah you know
1: there you go what what did you think it's not scary yeah it's just not it's interesting mm-hmm. at points um i i like th- these kind of um religious horror movies Mm. You know, I, I do enjoy them. I even like the schlocky as fuck ones. I own the Eater slash the Order, depending on where you are. I own that on on iTunes. So, mm. yeah, I like this kind of shit. Um, mm. And this is it, it's good level that, and it's 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 interesting watching Paco Plaza do something that isn't relying on a a hook or a gimmick like um, found footage and things like that. Um, so it's nice seeing how outside of that it is it it, it does bar, bear a lot of comparisons to direct films though in themes etc but it's directed by the same guy so you can you can forgive it that uh the performances like you say are are very very good but it's not no it's not scary at any point really which kind of and i'm i scare quite easy with horror films Mm-hmm. um which is fucking great cuz i like horror films and it's nice to be scared quite easy with them but yeah it it's it it didn't really scare me it 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 didn't even like freak me out it just i found the story kind of interesting um but it it, it just i think it runs out of steam a little bit as well
0: yeah that's fair yeah um the the ending uh like the kind of like la- the last 15-20 minutes it is a little bit like right we fucking know where this is going let's just mm. le- let's let's get there
1: just get there quicker
0: yeah even I, I spoiler alert i was kind of surprised that they did straight up killer like killer at the end like mm. i kind of thought it was going to be like the, the fucking spirit takes her over or something but um no, so I that, yeah well, i think that's because
1: because it's because it's based on a real case
0: yeah they, it's yeah that's that's they, a fair point
1: they do, they do kind of stick to that quite quite well and i, I did find that like the, the end bit where they were going through the actual real case bits and showing you that mm. i found that really quite interesting um it does seem very much like uh he's found something that interests him he's made a movie out of it and now he can go off and do his next thing that he's going to do uh but yeah I I, I I very much i enjoyed it enough but it's not that scary really
0: yeah fair enough
1: cool what you you been watching this week then bud okay
0: so um do you think you're going to get to you are never really here
1: uh yes i am it's playing uh next week all right sweet okay so okay. i'm I, i'm very much very much looking forward to to getting that because it, it, it's from your reaction to it it sounds like it's very much going to be up my street
0: yeah uh, i i believe so I'll, I'll i'll leave it i'll leave it there then so um yeah there's only a few things for me um Donna and I watched the first Harry Potter for some reason. Um, All right. um, 4K on iTunes, Dolby Vision looks nice. Cinematography is very fucking high key in that film um, in moments. It all looks very setty. I'm kind of expecting that to kind of improve as it goes on. I mean, the the kids are shit, but they just were in the first couple. Um, Yeah. It's really long. Um, it, like, it's very, very slavish to the books, which, from a fan service point of view, fair enough, and well-building, yeah, but the, the plot kind of comes in and out of it. Um, but I enjoy it. I mean, I, like, production value obviously there. Um, it's got that kind of, like, kind of magical sense to it. And, you know, Don was feeling ill. I had a few whiskey and cokes, and it went down well. So... Well
1: Bex and Isabel rewatch re watched Harry Potter films every um every uh Christmas. Okay. So, so they they watch all of them uh, in December. And she always says the 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 one is the hardest one to get through.
0: Yeah, I I'd believe that. i believe that. Um Okay, I watched the Peanuts movie, the uh the Snoopy and Charlie Brown film. Watched it with L- Lossie. Uh it's on Netflix. Um it's basically impossible to hate. I think I don't know how you can hate Fair it. Fair enough. You know, it's about Charlie Brown wanting to pluck up the courage to ask out a redhead girl, and Snoopy. All been there,
1: haven't we?
0: Yeah, straight up. You know, um, it's quite episodic, but it's quite charming. It's a couple of laughs. I mean, it's not it's not amazing, but you know, I I, I had fun with it actually. So yeah, Good. it's on Netflix. If you have got the kids and whatnot, so i watch.
1: Didn't have that much fun
0: with Snatched.
1: I, well, do you know what? I am not fucking surprised. Yeah.
0: Um, so, yeah, yeah. Um, Goldie Horn's like the straight woman. It's like, why? why? Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Yeah, exactly. Because if
1: you've got if you've got a comedy that's starring Amy Schumer and Goldie Horn right? Then give the funny stuff to the comedian. Give it to Goldie Horn. Yeah, I don't know. It just... Amy Schumer's not, doesn't, isn't working for people, is she? I,
0: d- I don't, I don't think so, no, and... They've I, tried. I, I don't, you know, I don't think it's because of her looks or anything. I think no, it's, it's cause just... Because
1: she's unpleasant. She's abrasive. Like, yeah. It, it, she, th- yeah, go on. It's, it, it's that. I, I, I find her an, an, an unpleasant person because it's almost like she's she's trying to create this this thing where she points at the way she looks so much that it, it's almost she's creating like like an alibi for her not being funny so if you go yeah. i don't find her it funny it's like oh why because the way she looks yeah well, yeah no because she's not funny Th- that's why because she's just nasty she's just un- she's just unpleasant yeah no i mean i
0: i i agree um it, it like i i liked train wreck enough but I think they do lean into that aspect of her in that film um but this it's just um i i don't know you're supposed to care about her and you don't it's just like you care about goldie horn like Horn's not like, i mean basically plot is Amy Schumer... Fucking like layabout woman who barely has a life together, it's supposed to be going on like holiday with her boyfriend, boyfriend dumps her, and um, goes with her mum instead. Mum's kind of like a bit of a shut in and doesn't really want to go on adventures and stuff. Uh they get kidnapped and they um basically have to try and get get out of their situation. And um yeah, Amy Schumer is horrible. And then she has a third act revelation that she likes her mum. And then she's nice to her mum, but still horrible. Great. Yeah.
1: Um, it's just standard Amy Schumer unpleasantness.
0: Yeah. There's, there's a gross out sequence in it, which came out of nowhere, which was just what the, what the fuck is this? Um, it's directed by Jonathan Levine of like Fifty Fifty and The Night Before, and yeah. all, all the boys love Mandy Lane. Weirdly, um, that's that's a,
1: that's a it, it's weird that because those other films are all really quite good. Yeah,
0: yeah, and it just it, this it kind of and it, this is written by um, Kate Dippold, who did um, The Heat and uh, uh, Bridesmaids, um, which which The Heat is is fantastic. They, they, and the I, Heat's fucking I, great.
1: I, I enjoyed Bridesmaid more on the second watch I had, I had on, but the heat is, is fucking great. No, yeah, the heat
0: is great. It, it like straight up, that film is great. Um, and 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 I think she co-wrote the Ghostbusters remake, maybe. Um, I think she did, yeah. She's because it's produced by Paul Feig this, and I know she's mm. like a, a Feig collaborator. Um, but it does just seem like it's they're trying to tailor it towards Amy Schumer, and it's just it's Amy Schumer. Um, I'm not surprised it. It bombed. Um, like last year was a really bad year for comedy box office wise, and unlike Baywatch, content like this, I can understand why. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Snatched it, it is. It is a dud. But Goldie Goldie Horn's good.
1: You know, like she is. It just it's just a shame that she's not going to be doing.
0: Good stuff? Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, they got they got her to do this. It's weird. Mm. I mean, av- average rating on Letterboxd is 2.2 out of 5. Yeah, mm. I mean, I, I went 1.5. Like, I really wasn't into it. But, yeah, fair enough. It's not great. Uh, Joan Cusack has a bizarre wordless role as well. Like, she's in it. She's in it quite a bit and doesn't say anything. It's odd. Um,
1: that is odd. <laughs>
0: yeah, and um, Noel just sent us a fantastic, a fantastic yep. thing. He's, he's, he's. Uh, I will just say, Noel, you, if that's the way you watch films on your phone in that that angle, that's really weird.
1: No, that's him taking a photo of it. He's listening to the film. Oh
0: well, li- listening. Oh right. Oh, okay. I've <laughs> Very good. Well done, Noel. Um. <laughs> right, <coughs> that tickled me a bit. Anyway, I am uh, I am done there. Uh, we have no emails because nobody we... loves us.
1: Nope, nobody does love us.
0: Um, I will just also uh, remind people: do the monkey dot dot com. The neon neon demon commentary track is on there. It's a pound. Go on, do it.
1: Yeah. Uh we do have a couple of questions though. Go. Uh, Ethan M. Barr, uh, at Ethan Bar 2 uh, which dead celebrity's tomb would you most want to raid? Mm. I don't know why right <laughs> but immediately the, just going based on like the, you know like word association where you say something the first thing that pops into your head that's your actual mm. choice before you actually think of it
2: mm-hmm.
1: Marlon Brando Mo persona. what the fuck <laughs> yep
0: Oh, I it's wish so, we went three, two, one, and then said it then.
1: But it also Marlon Brando as yeah, well. Yeah, like,
0: why? I don't know. <laughs> because I just think it'd probably have taken interest in shit with him. No, that, that's, that's it. It kind of feels like it'd be a mausoleum. And then it'd yeah. be... Like, I'm imagining, like, a stone monkey. Yeah, yeah. Um, a sandwich of some description. Yeah, yeah. And... Yeah, and
1: There'd be some fucking
0: weird shit there. Some moisturizer. Yeah, <laughs> there would. a person and just a single flame. <laughs>
1: yeah, he's, he's like god, that's he's weird. Like, I was thinking I, I, Brando. A framed Fuck. copy of of his invoiced Francis Ford Coppola for Apocalypse Now. Oh
0: god, yeah. <laughs> and and like you'd, you'd open up the tomb, and he wouldn't even be there.
1: No, no. He'd, he'd have had himself stuffed a mountain, and he'd be sat watching you. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> no, that's. But not, then, that, but then when you went over, you looked at you, go. Oh, that's not even him. That's <laughs> legit. That's a gorilla. That's a gorilla just in, just in one of his costumes. This is just fucking weird. Yeah. Why is this an actual
2: tomb?
0: <laughs> yeah. That's fucking weird. Yeah, that's so fucking weird.
1: That is weird that we both said the same one.
0: It was like literally, I wish we went 3 2 1 because I'm not making it up. I was thinking Brando. Yeah,
1: for some reason, it's the minute said, I said, I thought, oh, I want Brando. Uh, no, I can't say Brando. Wait a minute, like, it is Brando. It is Brando. It is, yeah. It, it is. Um, we've also got a question from No. Indeed. Uh, name three films due to theatrically release this year you'd happily watch on Netflix instead if made available on release day
0: right for some reason Skyscraper just because I want to drink beers while watching Skyscraper
1: was one of mine because yeah the same thing I could watch that on a Friday or a Saturday night and have a beer yeah
0: yeah
2: Um, hmm
1: what else sister I'm gonna look see what's released uh, uh something coming out towards the end of the year What the fuck is it,
0: oh, fuck it. actually aquaman um because again, I want to drink during it, and i've got a i don't know I've got a feeling. That thing is going to be relatively cinematic, but at the same time, I kind of already get the feeling I'm not going to miss much if I watch it at home.
1: That's it, yeah. I don't know uh,
0: why. Um, <clears throat>
1: this one. Uh, Isle of Dogs. I will not have a problem watching that at home.
2: Yeah, and I'm actually
1: quite looking forward to Isle of Dogs. Hurricane Heist, and I get to watch it at home because I have a Sky subscription. Yeah, when's that on Sky Cinema? April the 8th.
0: April 8th. Fantastic. Great
1: yeah. stuff. So I'm, 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 I'm oh, looking yeah. forward to that. There uh, da, 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 da. There's one that I saw when I look at this earlier and I thought, ooh, oh, that fuck. is a Storm War one. Uh, the Super Troopers sequel. Mm, it's not a Don't see actually, that on the big it. screen. But that, is that a Netflix film? Maybe a Netflix film, that. Seems like it should be. <laughs>
0: is it a blockbuster it would be my uh, would be my question
1: um hmm oh, is that to a blockbuster did
0: he say blockbuster I think novels? he said a film oh did he oh, theatrical, theatrical,
1: theatrical film. release films alright oh, I've got one for you my, my, my
0: on. last one uh Slender Man oh, oh actually actually on that tip then none Oh, is that out this year? Yeah, I don't want to watch The Nun in the cinema. I you,
1: really, I, really, really don't. If i seriously... I, I, it, I prefer to watch you watching The Nun uh, in the cinema than nah, watch The Nun in the cinema.
0: Nah, if I'm the only one in there, I'm walking out. I'm not, <laughs> like, legit. I'm not fucking doing it. <laughs> Fuck. Like, I'm not looking forward to that film. When is that out?
1: It is out this year, I swear. Yeah. Holy shit. Slender Man uh oh. is directed by Sylvan White, who did The Losers. Oh yeah, okay. That's interesting. Because The Losers was a great film.
0: I'll Always Know What You Did Last Summer. Did he do that as well? Pretty fucking sure.
1: He did do I'll Always Know What You Did Last Summer.
0: The one where it's at, it is like legit supernatural. Oh fuck I'm gonna watch that.
1: That's available to rent on iTunes.
2: Mm.
1: Um, yeah, I might, I, might, I might watch that next few days mm. because I'm an idiot. Mm. <laughs> yes, There's nothing without it. <laughs> right, that's what I'm going for. Good, yeah. cool. Yeah, uh, that was it. That was it for questions.
0: Cool. Okay, so next week it's uh, Tomb Raider Fon. Ah, oh, uh, yes. So. um people wanting to watch this you have options in the uk it is available 4k dolby vision on itunes uh both of them like i think they're like a fiver each at the moment as well i was kind of tempted and it was like i'm pretty sure i don't want those films in my collection however you don't
1: need those films in your collection
0: no they are both on iplayer randomly
1: so weird
0: randomly they are both on iplayer so we will be talking those and the Alicia Vikander Tomb Raider.
1: Which early word on is really positive. Um, I've I've seen some mixed stuff. Ah, um, I've, I've only seen universally positive so far, but I've not seen that much. At it, World, so. in, interestingly,
0: IGN, that are primarily a video game site, gave it a poor review, saying that there's less character development in the film than there,
1: there is in the games. When, well, when yeah, but the, but the games take you how long to
0: player. Yeah, I don't know. I am a little bit concerned about, like, apparently the the kind of her transition from, like, non-Action Hero to Action Hero is not very well. I mean, that's what IGN say. We shall see. I I think I'm going to see it Friday night or Saturday night and, like, weekend. It feels like a good solid weekend evening watch to me. So... Yeah, uh, I think I, I am
1: hopefully going to see it on Sunday morning. I like my morning movies. Nice.
0: Oh, even though Well, are you not doing the Ready Player One preview screening?
1: It's, it's not playing there, mate. Ah, fuck. That's a shame. Yeah, it's playing. It, it closest it's playing uh, is Leeds, and it was sold out.
0: No, fair enough then. Um,
1: I'm mildly gutted about that.
0: Yeah. No, that's a shame. That's a shame. Yeah. There's um, just for context. There's. Uh, the Ready Player One screenings, uh, March 30th. I think it's a couple of weeks.
1: Oh fuck, that's a couple of weeks. Shit.
0: Yeah, it's it's, oh. it's it's like the same weekend as Isle of Dogs as well. So it's and maybe a wrinkle in time too. Like it's a busy fucking weekend that because it's Good Friday time. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah, that's it. it it's it's yeah. Ready Player One's out over Easter weekend. That's that's it. Um, but there are like. It, it seems like the word is good so they are doing word of mouth screenings which for a Spielberg film is fucking mental that they're doing mm. that but you know got to get the word out there I suppose um, so yeah I might talk briefly about Ready Player one next week for a full review because I think Noel's going to join us for that as well so
1: yeah yeah uh, cool
0: um, okay so that's it guys thank you very much for listening it's um, 10 o'clock so let's let's get the fuck out of here do the at gmail.com at do the monkey at dudeforce at Ian Loring and we're out Les.
2: Helplessly hoping her harlequin, others nearby, awaiting a word. Gasping at glimpses of gentle, true spirit, he runs, wishing he could fly high, only to trip. At the sound of goodbye, wordlessly watching he waits by the window and wonders at the empty place inside. Heartlessly helping himself to her bad dreams, he worries. Did he hear a goodbye or even hello? Something certain to tell you, confusion has its cost. Love isn't lying, it's loose in a lady who lingers, saying she is lost and choking. God oh.